episode 79 merry christmas happy hanukkah to all of those who celebrate it is december thursday december 28th and we're heading into the new year hope everyone had a great holiday thursdays are my favorite day of the week because we have awesome guests that are joining us guys if you're not giving us a follow on apple podcast spotify instagram tiktok uh snail mail soundcloud whatever else what are you doing make sure you drop us a follow but everyone I'm so excited to announce our guest today. Uh, she's taken your social media feed by storm with her reaction videos to the games. Um, she has an affiliation with 610 Birds. We're going to get into it and learn a little bit about her story. I want everyone to give Rossi Takes a round of applause. <laughs> Rossi, thank you so much for joining us and happy holidays. How have your holiday season been so far? Pretty good. I, you know... I love the holidays, but December, the Eagles hadn't had a win since literally the other day. So um, it was a bit of a struggle for a couple of weeks, but we're, we're good now. Any I good mean, gifts? Any any good Eagles gifts received or sent to loved ones? I'm curious. Any New Jersey's in the wardrobe now? So I actually told my family this year not to give me anything related to the Eagles because I just simply have too much Eagles stuff. <laughs> and I think it's just an easy way out. Like, I'm tired of getting it. Like, people, you know, when they don't know me or they don't know what to get me, they're just like, oh, I'll get her a jersey. It's like, give me something more creative. I did give uh, my family – Christmas tickets, all six of us, we went to the game. So that was really fun to get to do together. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I think heading into Christmas, though, we couldn't have asked for a better uh, lineup this weekend. Uh, the Chiefs are on a complete downfall. The Dallas Cowboys lost. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles win. It can't be it can't 49ers. be all doom and gloom for us. 49ers, 49ers took a big L. But, but that 49ers loss just hurts even more because knowing we would have had the one seed if we didn't lose this yuck. So... There's always, I mean, yeah. And yeah. you were you were at that Seahawks game, if I if I recall correctly from your from your Instagram. Yes, I I traveled all the way to Seattle. I had a great time. Everybody so nice there. I've never been there, but you know, I it's a great game. Up until the last last drive, I felt like I could throw up. So long <laughs> long yeah. long ride home. Yeah, uh, Ali and I flew down, and Ali's not on the episode tonight, but uh, we flew down to Dallas, uh, first time there, just to watch our team get our ass kicked, our yep. teeth kicked in, and I said on the podcast, uh, walking to the car was actually the worst part of the day. The loss was whatever, but walking to the car, how were the Seattle faithful? Were they Was there uh, extra heckling going on, or was it relatively calm? Honestly, the 12th like, man. Honestly, yeah. that stadium is very hard to plan. It's extremely loud, but... Nobody was mean to me. Like, nobody heckled me. I mean, I think it's because they're a lot more humble. I think, this, you know, the fans know they're not that great this year. Whereas Cowboys fans, you know, they're hyping it up. They're like, we're going to go to the Super Bowl. You guys are trash, you know. Yeah. They're feeling themselves. Yeah. yeah. 
So Rossi, I really want to talk about your journey as a content creator. And and earlier today, I actually looked through your entire Instagram page all the way back to your first <laughs> post. And it's it's funny to see how much you've evolved because unless like you bought the page, um, it started out as like a sports highlight page. It was really just some clips, some funny things, some funny moments, a lot of reposting, a lot of historical moments. And then you see some of the on the street stuff that you see with 610 birds now. And now you're the face of it. And now I feel like you're popping up everywhere. You showed up in our feed. Um, you know, again, really, really thankful to be able to have you on here. But one thing is apparent. You are a huge football fan. Um, you know your stuff. You know everything about the sport. Talk to me about, like, how did the bug bite you? What age did it start? What's the family relation? Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Talk to yeah. me about that. Thanks. Uh, so, obviously, I mean, growing up, I have three brothers. So, just – you know, when I wanted to hang out with them, you know, it wasn't they were going to come do what I wanted to do. I had to go play football outside with them. And being, you know, from Philadelphia, obviously being raised on the Eagles and that kind of transition to I began, you know, with a love for editing videos. So why not incorporate editing videos with something I really liked, like the Eagles. So in middle school, I asked my parents for like a MacBook. And, you know, it's very uncommon for a middle school girl to be editing football videos, but that's exactly what I was doing. And, you know, I actually, when I first started editing videos, I was really just kind of embarrassed about it. Like I didn't want to show anybody my face when I made that, you know, account, Instagram and YouTube and, and whatnot. I, I stay behind the scenes. I was like, I don't want anybody to know that I'm a girl doing this. And then a little over a year ago, I made Rossi takes where I kind of incorporated, you know, my editing skills, but also, you know, being a woman in, in football and my personality on air. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. I think it's one of the best decisions I've ever made. So you, you mentioned how you were you were editing these football videos in middle school, which is awesome because I was all, I was very involved with AV and and you know, editing videos for, for high school and, and doing like little sports highlights. I, I gained like a huge interest in that. Were you, were you just kind of interested in the NFL or football as a whole, or were you just like from that point, you know, were you all in on the Eagles? Were, were you, you know, the, all this, you, you mentioned you were from Lancaster and, and that's still, or Lancaster. We got to make oh, sure come we, pass- on. we literally <laughs> fixed that in the green Lancaster. room. You're already messing it up. Lancaster. <laughs> I, 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 sometimes I do that with, with water where like, I find like this happy medium between water and water. So it kind of sounds like I'm saying this, like b- both. So I'm trying to do that with Lancaster, but we're going to keep it at Lancaster. Um, you know, I know that that is still technically Eagles territory. Um, yeah, just, just like, y- Tell me about, uh, I guess, your fandom in terms of just the Eagles or, or football in general and, and how that, you know, you, how you were inspired by that. I definitely started as an Eagles fan. I grew up, you know, with the Mike Vick, Deshaun Jackson, Chip Kelly era, a little bit of Andy Reid, Kevin Kolb, that type of beat. Um, but, you know, as I've gotten older, I'm definitely, I would call myself more of an NFL fan now. I know a lot more about other teams than I once did. And just, you know, loving football, I think when you truly love football, you're not just going to like your team. You're going to want to be invested in all aspects of it. Yeah. Rossi. I mean, I think, I think you're, you're being very humble right now. You really know your stuff. I mean, <laughs> if you look at your content, it's not just like a surface level. Oh, I don't know. This person got hurt. I mean, you, you call out colleges, you call out hometowns. I mean, you, you really know, you really know your stuff. Um, and I've also seen the things from six ten birds. So how did you kind of get plugged into that? Congratulations. I think 100,000 subscribers on YouTube, like amazing. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate it. So uh, the 
the person who, you know, fully owns 610, his name is Darren, and Darren and I got connected a little bit, maybe like a year, over a year ago on, you know, just through social media, and he at the time needed some extra help, and, you know, because obviously, you know, creating content, it's a lot of editing and whatnot, so I just, you know, offered to help out, and now, you know, it's kind of something that we love doing together. He does a lot more of the editing, but I'm more, you know, kind of like the, the eye candy, um, per se. I, I think I, I market better, but he's also just, he's he's superhuman, the way he edits and the way he can think um, different concepts to come up with for us to do. So it's a one-two punch. Like, I think we do a really great job together. Yeah, the, the, the short-form content that comes from that super clever, um, you know, I'll even watch it. Like I saw one today. Uh, what NFL logos have the color orange in their logos, right? Yeah. And the first two are really easy: the Broncos, the Bengals, and the and the Browns, right? Yeah. Which makes no sense if the Browns are, are orange. <laughs> and then I'm sitting here going through the divisions, walking through with with all of them. So so that's really cool. And is that really like really your first exposure to like now getting behind a camera? Darren said, "Hey." You're the eye candy now. You went from secluded, didn't really want to share, show everyone your football knowledge. You grew a little bit older. Hey, this is an outlet for me. Is that kind of how it got started? Yeah, and I think just growing up too, you know, wanting to be someone like Aaron Andrews who was in front of a camera, you know, with a mic, that was really good exposure for me. I I don't want to be Aaron Andrews, but I think that exposure really opened me up to the idea of like being in front of a camera because I was so scared of it. And now, yeah, I really love it. I think making trivia content, whether, or even just like getting people's opinions, drunk Eagles fans at a game is always great. Um, it's, it's awesome. It really brings me out of my shell. There definitely seems to be this kind of like formula or, or style of videos that Eagles content creators tend to do. So you always, you always get a little bit of the man on the street. You always like picking people's brains. I love trivia. So anytime you can include any sort of, you know, Eagles past or anything nostalgic trivia wise, I'm, I'm all about it. But one of my favorite things about your your page and one of the you know the videos that you do is after every game there's just this shot of you and then there's somebody filming you and they're slowly walking <laughs> backwards and you you have the record on top and kind of your reaction sometimes you do a little gritty um, was that just something I guess that started this season and and is that you know is that something that like do you feel like that is kind of uh, I don't know is that like the main what am I trying to say like. Is that a growing thing that people are expecting week over week and they're just waiting to see that? I I definitely think so. There's been a few games this year that I haven't been able to go to. And my comments, when I don't go to a game, they're like, where's your gritty or where's the video? <laughs> I get comments saying that people are looking forward to the video after the game. So it's something that I definitely consider when you know I'm deciding, hey, should I go to this game or not? And it's tricky because say, for example, you know, I can't, I can't go to a game or I can't, you know, I can't make it there. Even if I wanted to just go for the beginning, I can't because I have to wait till the end of the game. So I got to be in it. I got to stay in it the whole way. Even if it's a blowout like that 49ers game, I just wanted to go home. But I had to stay to film that video and look miserable at the end of it. So, But I, I love that, though, because it's like the organic reactions to things that I think is like the most enticing thing like I one of one of my other favorite videos of yours was the Kansas City game reaction and just the roller coaster of a game that that was and basically just filming these authentic reactions that you were having throughout the game you know you and your girlfriend both celebrating at the end but you I could just feel the stress and that's something that is just part of being an Eagles fan so um in that regard like yeah like how do you how do you feel about like like recording authentic 
you know, uh, uh, content as opposed to just like doing things that are just essentially just for show? I I think when it comes to my page, a lot of people could look at it and say, oh, that girl's not really an Eagles fan. She's just doing it for views. She's a woman. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Bandwagon. But when you take time to really look at my content and look into my backstory, like I get physically sick when the Eagles lose. Like I, I don't talk to my girlfriend. I put my phone on do not disturb when they <laughs> like I physically feel ill. I get in a bad mood. Like they are one of the most the one of the first things that like formed my identity as a child and all through my life. So it is a huge, huge deal to me. That being said, I think adding on to that and creating content surrounding my raw emotions is what does the best, even though they can be really outlandish and just crazy. But that's <laughs> Philly. Yeah. And I think some of the viewers also want to know, or some of the people that may be tuning in is you've also made a few bets with some of the people in your comments saying, if the Eagles lose, <laughs> I will do what the top comment says. So I just want to read, because uh, I, I have it up here. Oh, no. uh, when the loss to Seattle, and I think this actually went somewhat viral. I think people were like, we're reposting this. I think like a news outlet picked it up. Um, the top comment says, go to Thailand, find that kid. Uh, start training Muay Thai with him, train with him, and fight as a duo in local tournaments and eventually fall in love with each other and make it to the UFC where you both stay undefeated for five years and then support him in his final match where he's losing, but it's your support that motivates him to win. They marry each other and give birth to a child and then send him to Thailand. What? Rossi. <laughs> that is a big ask. When is your trip to Thailand? <laughs> So I've gotten this question a lot and, you know, unfortunately the, the trip to Thailand, I just, I don't see it happening this year, maybe next year, but um, I'm, I'm pretty booked this year. But no, I mean, I, I've also posted some other videos where I say if the Eagles lose, you know, I'll give you tickets, I'll give you a jersey. And I, I've, I've came through with those promises when the Seahawks, when the Seahawks beat the Eagles, the top comment, uh, he was a Cowboys fan and he wanted to be sent to the Cowboys and Lions game. So I hooked him up. Yeah, it hurt to give him a Cowboys fan tickets, but I, I mean, he was a little kid, so I was like, you know what? For I'm, we're cheering for the Cowboys this week, so might as well. Um, but yeah, really, really got to stay true to my word. Yeah, um, wow, yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. I'm excited. Like, I we're, we're not quite ready to get into this week's games yet, but just knowing how much of a of an overall NFL fan you are, I'm I'm excited to talk through some of the scenarios and 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 just kind of see where you are with everything. Um, I guess before we get into that next question, and this is kind of a basic one, but I, I, I know we talked a little bit about your history, how your fandom began, but you know, we all have a favorite player. We all have someone who just really made us bleed green from the start. I think for people our age, it's usually Brian Dawkins. I don't know if you got to catch much Brian Dawkins, um, you know, when you were younger, but yeah. Do you have that player that really just cemented your fandom as a Philadelphia Eagles fan, or is that player playing right now? So, Mr. LaShawn McCoy was the man that got yes. it done for me. I I remember when Chip Kelly traded him. I actually was so sad that I didn't go to school for two days. Um, <laughs> so I I I love LaShawn McCoy. I think he you know he did amazing things for the Eagles and really unfortunate to see him have to leave. But he he did great with the Bills and the Chiefs. And I I wish him well. I I wish he never have. I wish he never left. But like. He couldn't have controlled that, but he was definitely someone growing up that I that just made me want to watch ten times more. He's my favorite eagle. 
I guess a quick follow-up. I mean, do you get any, at least, LaShawn McCoy vibes watching DeAndre Swift play? Because I know we've alluded to that a little bit. Like, he's got the shiftiness, and and he reminds us a little bit of Shady. So do do you feel like at least you're getting a little bit – you're getting a little bit of that? A little bit. You know, it's tricky because I – every time LaShawn McCoy, you know, touched the football, I felt like he could, you know, run the ball for 30, 40 yards. When DeAndre Swift gets the ball, I'm like, okay, you're going to go to the two-yard line, and then that's going to be it, and you're not going to score. Yeah, so yeah if a he, football field was 98 yards, he'd be the yeah. best running back in the league by far. <laughs> yeah, I mean, That's why Hurts leads the league in touchdowns. Yeah. yeah, as soon as he gets the ball, he's already getting his feet turning, though. So he he's great. He's definitely having a career revival in Philly. I hope he, I hope we re-sign him, too. I hope so, too. Yeah. Um, and then one other thing, um, you know, so uh, your girlfriend, Savannah, is a pretty big deal on, on social media. She has a, a pretty massive following. Um, you are slowly converting her into an Eagles fan. What's that story? How did you guys meet and kind of words of the football kind of go into there? Was it like, oh, gosh, she's into football, one of those types of people? Or, or how did that whole how did that whole thing play out? So. You know, when we first met, obviously she knew nothing about football, but I think when you're in a relationship with somebody, you care about the things they care about. Mm -hmm. So for her, she really likes dance. So now I'm, you know, finding myself watching Dancing with the Stars. But on the other hand, I'm watching the Eagles and football. So she's had to, you know, look up YouTube videos on how to, you know, learn certain things. What is shotgun formation? What is a cornerback? Like she Mm -hmm. has no idea what any of that stuff is. She, when we go to the game, she's like, where's the yellow line? Like, why isn't it on the field? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But she's done a lot better. Like she will, you know, send me some texts. Like, how do you think Matt Patricia's doing? And I'm like, like, where did that come from? So, uh, nice. yeah, she start, technically she was a Steelers fan because her family is being from Pittsburgh, but uh, now she's an Eagles fan. So no regrets. Go birds. Does she have a favorite player? I mean, she loves A.J. Brown and mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts. I would probably say A.J. Brown, though. She's got a Kelly Green A.J. Brown jersey. Yeah. Has there been a moment where you got to see her like organically react to something in a game and it just made you so proud? I mean, it's cool that she's using names like Matt Patricia. I think that that's Mm -hmm. like that can catch you off guard. It's like, oh, okay, all right. She's getting into it. But was there a moment of a game that you guys were watching where like I I know you're in your own little zone. I know that you're probably you probably don't even have the wherewithal to concentrate on how she's feeling because you're going through all your feels. But just like, yeah, was there a moment where you just like caught a glimpse of her and you're just like, fuck, yeah, you get it. Now yeah. you get it. <laughs> um, Honestly, that's a great question, because last year, you know, when the Eagles didn't do last year, she didn't really care that much. She didn't have that much emotion. But this year, when the Eagles do bad and we're at games, I can physically see how sick she looks like she looks so unwell. And I'm like, oh, so now you care because you got emotion in it. You care now. She's like, yeah, I care. You got me to care about it. And they're letting me down. And, like, that is just – I see so much of myself in her because I'm like, that's what I felt like for 21 years. Like, think about it. (laughs) It's really a a sick thing we put ourselves through is that there's nothing we can do. We talk about it. We obsess with it. We – clam up all the way back in middle school and, and hide and do, uh, you know, editing clips on our laptop behind it just to subject ourselves to this, uh, this team. And it just makes us sick to our stomach. And yet we keep on coming back. For it's more. more than a game. It's more than just a silly football it game. It is. And it is. The it day is. that people understand that will be the day that they stop giving people crap for liking sports. It's more than <laughs> that. It's not and just about 
And honestly, I mean, I don't know if you've seen the memes where it's like, if you're a fan, don't call yourself we. And it's like, it is we. Like, I have done this for how many years? My taxes pay for that stadium. Like, it is we. Like, <laughs> that is we. I don't care if I'm not running around on the field. Like, that is my team, too. We built this. Yeah. So, Rossi, as we as we, as we we wrap up this interview and go back to talking to about some birds, um, are you going to be at the game on Sunday against the Cardinals to close out the regular season at home? I will be there, yes, of course. Cool, cool, very cool. Um, well, listen, thank you so much for joining us on all of this. We're going to talk a little bit about the upcoming game, but congratulations on just your following. It's getting bigger. There's some big people following you. I think, you know, one person I compare you to is Annie Agar. She's one of my all-time favorite uh, creators. <laughs> I had the opportunity to meet her outside the Super Bowl. Super nice uh, woman. Uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts on Abby? I know that, uh, 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 I know that she follows you. She She's great. I've talked to her, you know, just through social media a few times, but when I first started posting on social media, I came across her account and I, I know she's a, I think she's a correspondent. Um, I don't know exactly what her job is, but you know, I think I love her content. Those, those memes with the, yeah. with the weekly meeting things, that is hilarious. Like she needs to just keep it up because <laughs> she does a great job. I know she could make a whole entire, like, like show that uh, NFL network could show. And like, that would get tons of views. Um, all right, let's get back to, talking about football, talking about the birds. I'm so interested in hearing your analysis. Nick Sirianni came out and said that although he respects Jonathan Gannon, he wants this place to be a living hell for him. He wants him to be so uncomfortable that it's unbearable. And I think he should. I think there's something about this tampering um, that we should all feel sick to our stomach. A report came out. We should have got Vic Fangio. I mean, there's so many different things that came out. And I really feel like Jonathan Gannon is a big part to blame with why we've seen some lackluster performance from our defense today. Rossi, it's going to be our last game at home. Playoffs are on the line. Number two seed is at stake. A lot of things have to happen. What's your analysis for this week? And hit us with the score prediction. So first and foremost, Jonathan Gannon makes me sick to my stomach when you think that this man had a 10-point lead at halftime in the Super Bowl and didn't adjust. He didn't He didn't do much. Um, teams with 10-point lead at halftime are 28-2 in the Super Bowl. And Jonathan Gannon ruined that for the Eagles. So I will never forgive him. And two, it even is worse because he just left us. So, you know, that tampering situation. What not, you know, I guess Nick is okay, is, is a great friend of his, even though, you know, Jonathan Gannon did that to us, whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't care for that. But in terms of like, the Cardinals, I think they're really overlooked this year. I think the Cardinals just mm – -hmm. they have a bit of talent. I mean, Kyler Murray's not terrible. Um, James Conner is not bad either. And I think – He's on a tear. Yeah. And, you know, I – my defense, no matter who we play, doesn't make me feel good. So I think this will probably be closer than a lot of people expect. And I also think the Eagles – this Eagles team doesn't do well under pressure when they have their – you know, when they need to win something. We've seen it before, so I don't feel good about this. Honestly, it kind of feels like a trap game. I think Eagles will, mm -hmm. will squeak at a win, probably like 28-23. 28-23. Yeah, looking at DraftKings right now, uh, currently the Eagles are an 11-point favorite, which is... I hate you, that. You hate it. You hate it. See, I mean, 11 well... 11 points? Jeez, we, What were we against the Giants last week? I think it was around 13, 13 and a half, and... 
typically when you see a line like this, when it's almost, well, this is over. Uh, yeah. Two possessions, 11's two possessions. If it's two or more possessions, I, I feel like sometimes that's telling you that the game has the, uh, has the chance to be an absolute blowout. The way that the game started last week, the first half, it looked like the Eagles were well on their way. And then unfortunately, opening kickoff of the second half, you, you get a little bumper car situation and the Giants take over, you know, deep in our territory. So that kind of was the start of a, of some frustration. And they were able to make the game a lot closer than what it actually appeared to be. Um, I want to try really hard not to overthink this game. I, I know... With the Eagles every week, it just feels like you you don't know what team you're going to see. And I think last week, seeing DeAndre Swift carry the ball 20 times was, was, was huge. And I think that that's something that they just need to continue. I mean, the Cardinals are 32nd in the league against the run. I'm... I, I, you don't need to be a scientist or, or some heavy duty, you know, football knowledge coach, whatever, to know that running the ball is going to have a lot of success. So as much as I want to see Jalen, you know, make strides in the past game, I think overall he played pretty well last week. The, the interception that he threw to Goddard was, you know, there, it was questionable because Goddard was basically on the ground by the time the ball came out of Hertz's hands. So, um, you know, I, the Cardinals are not a good team. I think Jonathan Gannon is, I don't think he's a good coach. Uh, I, I'm scared of Kyler Murray. I think if this game was in Arizona, I would feel a little bit more worried, but I really think that, I think the link's going to be bumping. I think that this team's going to get right at the right time as the playoffs are approaching. So give me the Eagles. We're going to we're gonna score at least 30 this week. I'm going to go 34 mm-hmm. to 19. Uh, a little bit of a high scoring game this week, but I, I, I like the Eagles to finally cover one of these big spreads so i'm going to be a little bit all over the place with this one and the thing that i'm so sick and tired of hearing with this philadelphia eagles team is look at last year last year we were this last year we were this juggernaut last year the philadelphia eagles won this game because some bozo missed a field goal in arizona the same team that was arguably worse last year so don't give me that, oh, the Eagles team last year was so dominant. Yeah, we almost lost to this team. And Kyler Murray gave us a run for our money at the at the end of the game last year. So first of all, don't, don't give me that. But I do think there is one really big defining moment. And Andrew, I want to take you back three years ago when we started this podcast. Uh, we were just we were just young boys. We were just then. babies and Jalen Hurts gets announced as the starter. He's coming in and the crowd starts chanting run the ball. Run the ball. And by the end of that season, we were looking at the NFL power rankings and the Philadelphia Eagles had the number 1 rushing offense in the league and we were flabbergasted. Last year, The Philadelphia Eagles got away from the run in the beginning of the season. The crowd comes in and starts cheering, run the ball. And we ran the ball, and we are one of the top rushing offenses again. The Philadelphia Eagles, I don't have the stats in front of me. I don't have PFF up here. I don't know where we rank in rushing offense, but I do know that we are an upper five team. And I think that was the straw that broke the camel's back last week when Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni were were commenting on it. This is going to be a run-heavy game. The best part about what I'm seeing in here and with all of this is the last two seasons that we've done this, the Eagles went hot. They went on a run. And Lord knows do we need it coming down here at the stretch, entering into the playoffs, fighting for a number two playoff spot. I know 
the whole entire fan base, doom and gloom, the worst 11 and 14, we're frauds, we're the Steelers from last year. I get it. I hear it all. But what I'm saying is, is this team goes on a streak and teams like the 49ers are cooling down a little bit. There's a lot to say about the Eagles here. Now, when we talk about the defense, Jonathan Gannon, um, well, when we talk about the Cardinals defense, Jonathan Gannon was standing next to Nick Sirianni. He knows the ins and outs of his tendencies. I don't even think you or I really even know who's calling the plays. So I do think that there is going to be a lot of complimentary football where Gannon's going to call out some of the easy routes, some of the um, tendencies, some of the routes combinations, some of the play calls that you see. And I do think that this game will probably be a little bit lower scoring because Jonathan Gannon knows Nick Sirianni so well. I um, mean, it's not going to reciprocate the other way because Nick Sirianni isn't or Brian Johnson or whoever isn't sitting there in the Cardinals practices on some of the years that they did really well. So all of that to be said, I do think the Eagles will win in a lower scoring game. The fans won't be happy about it. They're going to bitch and moan and whine and complain after like we do at the end of every single game. But I'm going to say Philadelphia 20, Arizona 13. I think we ended with the W. And let's also hope that the Lions, do we want the Lions to lose? I guess we do want the Lions to lose. Damn, that kind of sucks, doesn't it? Let's hope the Lions lose too. And then it'll be a great holiday week. We had this debate earlier in the year where the Cowboys <laughs> and the 49ers were going against each other and we were trying to figure out who to root for. I mean, ultimately, you're not rooting for either. You, I guess we're rooting for a tie. I think a tie might be the, 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 the best of both worlds. I'm not sure. But statistically or the way that the rankings work right now, if the Cowboys win, the Eagles will have and, – and the Eagles win out. The Eagles will have the number two seed locked up, which would guarantee them home field – at least until the NFC Championship. So I, I think we kind of have to, I don't know, Rossi, like, is, is how does this work in your family? Is there like a hard no when it comes to any sort of rooting for the Cowboys? <laughs> or in a situation like this, are you willing to make an exception? I mean, I don't call it rooting for the Cowboys. We're hoping they win, but I'm not going to be sitting at my TV going, oh my God, like, please go back. I'm kind of chilling either way. It would be nice. I think the Cowboys lose. Uh, I mean, the Cowboys win, we, you know, would have pretty much the two seed. But there's also a chance that if the Cowboys win, we could still get the one seed with the 49ers playing the Rams at the end of the year. So yeah, either way, I think we would <laughs> Everyone's want counting Cowboys. out Washington. Yeah, either way, we want the Cowboys <laughs> to win because if the 49ers somehow lose, the, the Lions would take that one seed. And, I mean, the Lions, everybody, just just don't get me started on the Lions. Like, they, they don't deserve it. They don't deserve the one seed. Losing to the Bears See, twice almost. Like, I don't, if I don't. the If the Lions get the one seed, I can almost guarantee that, well, they would have the bye first round, but they would. I guarantee they'd probably lose that first playoff game because the, the expectations would be so high, and I don't yeah. think they could handle it. They just won the NFC North for literally the first time <laughs> in, their, in their history. They'd be like, I, I don't know what to do with all this success. Do we just, what do we do? They're like when a rich kid gets a bunch of money, they just blow it away. Like, that's exactly the Detroit Lions. Exactly. They hit it huge with GameStop, and now, they, now they're, they're broke. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> All right, Rossi, any final thoughts on the uh, Cardinals game before we uh, send it over to swinging it? Not really. Just really hoping we, we get a win. I think – I just want us to blow a team out. Like, how hard – like, how I, – am I asking I for too much? Like, I feel like the offense – I mean, the the offense scored on seven out of ten possessions last week. But yet, we still look 
bad doing it. We still looked bad. So I just want us to have a game where AJ Brown can't refuse to talk to the media and Devontae <laughs> Smith doesn't have to ramble or something. Like I just want everybody to be happy. Just be happy. That's actually like before yeah before we wrap up our thoughts i actually want to pick i want to just like know what your opinion is in terms of like what is the biggest issue with this eagles team like is it is it coaching is it personnel is it overall attitude i mean these are all things that you know you hear but uh i'm just curious to know what is what what are you getting out of this eagles team and what's mm. preventing them from being more successful yeah, I love this question. I think bottom line, it's the turnovers. When you look at the team from last year, we were forcing turnovers at a higher rate and we were not committing turnovers. And mm-hmm. honestly, we want to talk about Brian Johnson and you know our defensive coordinators. But Brian Johnson, I think for a first-year coordinator, is not doing a terrible job. I know that's a really you know, hot take. But when you look at all of our offensive statistics and where we line up, he's not having a bad first year in a, in, in a year that also defenses historically, like this is a record setting year for how def- how good defenses are doing across the league. So I think not enough people give Brian Johnson credit. I think, I think our defense, I think our defense is just, it's just not, not there. Like I, I, from play calling to what you know the schemes I mean we don't even know how to blitz correctly like our linebackers are all over the place Ben Van Sumeren's out there just like running like I I, I, it, I, I think it's I, the defense and, and turnovers truly yeah and then you know to your point about this offense not being as bad as everybody thinks or Brian Johnson not doing as bad of a job the Eagles are seventh in points scored they're eighth in total yards per game they're sixth in rush yards per game. They're middle of the pack pass yards per game. They're second in time of possession. That's the that's the one that stands out to me. We're second in time of possession, yet here we are barely scraping by with these one possession wins. So the turnovers that makes complete sense because when you're are, when you're winning the possession battle the way that the Eagles are, what's going to kill you? Turning the ball over and not forcing turnovers. Yep. I don't know. I don't agree with all of that. I mean, I agree with what Rossi said. I don't agree with like this whole scraping by sort of like luck. We've already talked about luck all season. We've talked about, I don't know. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to start any. I'm any just saying the stats, here, but like we're you look at the stats four. everyone needs I to know. like relax. Everyone just needs to chill out for a second. <laughs> But you know, and but the you know the Vikings were in the like that we do we are the Vikings not, of last yeah I know the Vikings I know. of last year we're not Kirk Cousins you like that all right, all right. get into swinging it Andrew explain how this game works swinging it underdog picks for the week all right time to swing for those fences I can't stop winning so I'm just gonna keep feeling myself right now trash. Oh, let's give a quick rundown of how things went last week. So Ali took the Cowboys against the Miami Dolphins. That was a loss. So Ali is still in first place with 34 points on the year. Now we move to the audience in second place, who Rossi will be representing today. The audience picked New England to beat the Jordan Denver Broncos. Spectre. Give him his respect. Jordan, Jordan MF Inspector took the Patriots. And they won. They beat those Denver Broncos, got the audience seven points. So now the audience goes from 25 and a half to 32 and a half. One and a half points behind Ali. What a comeback. That's impressive. Then Alex and Alex and I are tied. We're both sitting at the bottom at 17 and a half. Alex, you took those Arizona Cardinals to beat those crappy Chicago Bears. And it didn't happen. It didn't happen. The Bears actually decided to show up. And hell, if the Bears can beat the Cardinals, then the Eagles better be able to beat the Cardinals. And then finally, I took those Baltimore Ravens on Christmas night, yes. and it was a beautiful Christmas miracle. Yes, it was. Ravens 
got I get the five and a half points for the Ravens winning, which puts me at 23. So for the first time all season, Alex, you are in dead last, but we all still love you. First and time season, I'm in dead last. First time you're not in dead last. It's first really time funny. I'm not in dead last. <laughs> so all right, yeah. with that being said, Rossi, you're going to kick us off. You're just behind Ali, who's in first. Who are you going with big week here? I'm tempted to go Bengals with Chiefs, but I just – I can't not not go against the Chiefs. I think they're just going to unfortunately – I think they're going to bounce back this week at home. Um, I don't think Browning is, is really all that, you know, good. I do love a good divisional matchup, though. I think Packers and Vikings – Vikings are technically the underdog, right? It's hard to tell. Both of them are not that great. Yeah, what's that line? Vikings actually... are actually one and a half point favorites, so the Packers Dang. are underdogs. Okay, well, uh, I don't think I, I would have went Vikings. I'm surprised the Vikings are favored there without Hawkinson and with a rookie quarterback. Um, it's really surprising. Um, yeah, who are they even going to start this week? They, uh, they, I don't even no, know if they've they, made a decision. They, uh, they, I don't even know his name. He's like a no name. So. I don't know how the Vikings are favorites. Are you are you taking the Packers on that, or are you still looking? Um, honestly, I'll probably I'll probably go the Commanders and 49ers. Uh, just being a little bit biased, I think I Sam Howell. Sam Howell, like, maybe he's gonna imagine he's playing the Eagles or something because he always gives us a run for his money. So maybe he'll decide to come out and play today. I actually think I think they're going to be starting Jacoby Brissett, but I think that that's actually a better thing. I think that that actually works out well for them, which is why, sad. Why are they doing that? Like, why? <laughs> All the teams are doing weird stuff with quarterbacks. Russell Wilson yeah. it, it just got benched for the final yeah. two games of the season. It's just yeah. Jared Stidham. That's insane. Yep. And then what's oh, going man. on? Is there something tonight? No, no. That's just Browns and Jets, which is a <laughs> go figure. <laughs> The first quarter's not even over yet, and it's fourteen to seven. So we got a we got I a mean, high scoring. <sighs> makes no I sense. think I think the Steelers. Honestly, I might change that. I think I would go Steelers, uh, upsetting the Seahawks, because I think the Steelers defense can keep up with that Seahawks offense. I know at at times the Seahawks haven't been good this year, but they really gave you know the Eagles a run for their money. So I'll, I'll go Steelers in Seattle. I like that yeah. pick. And if you win, then you then you have a clear lead over Ali. If Ali <laughs> loses, of course. Yeah, we're so, have to pick his. Um, okay, so I guess yeah, I'm Alex? dead last, so I have to pick. Shut up. You're so freaking happy for the first time all season. It's been Let me 15 have this. weeks. It's been 15 weeks, dude. <laughs> exactly. All right, all right, all right. Um, this team just can't beat teams over 500. They're trash. Uh, we need them to win. They won't. Even when we need this team to win, we don't want them to win. Give me the Detroit Lions, who are four-and-a-half-point underdog against the Dallas Cowboys, who haven't lost a home game in I don't even know how many seasons or weeks or whatever. Um, but the Cowboys are unraveling. They're trash. Dak is out of any MVP race. CeeDee Lamb is a decent wide receiver, too, in any other city. Just just give me just give me Jared Goff and his Jordans to beat I wish Dak and his Jordans. <laughs> I wish I could remember. CeeDee Lamb got interviewed after the last game, and he was asked about, you know, why they just can't win on the road and why they're able to win at home. I forget what his answer was, but it was it was such a perfect like honest response and uh you know just like very self-aware that like yeah we we 
for whatever reason, we just cannot win unless we're at home. It's because Dak is uh, ass. Like, like Dak Rossi's ass. voice shady would say. That's right. And uh, so, I think the Cowboys also do better just on actual turf. Like for some reason, I, they just do better. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to see uh, just like, I just want to see like Jamison Williams just have this breakout game. Just freaking just like oh torch gosh. the Cowboys for like. Just a seventy-yard touchdown. And Alex, I see five and a half. I see five and a half on DraftKings. So, being the nice person I am, I'll give you that extra point if uh, if the Lions if the Lions win. <laughs> Dope. Um, I don't. F- yeah, this is tough. I'm probably going to go with a safer pick, which uh, which I which I which I don't really like doing. But I'm looking at the Titans. They're a four-point underdog against the Texans. C.J. Stroud might be back for the Texans. So do I want to go Titans or do I want to go with the Saints who are it's a divisional game at the Buccaneers two and a half. Yeah. Give me the Saints. They're two and a half point underdog. I am a huge Baker Mayfield fan. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. My man has gotten me into two fantasy football championships this year. Very unexpected. So I have a special place in my heart for Baker. Um, but maybe this is maybe this is the week that he just, you know, there's like a slight upset and I, I don't know. Give me the Saints. Uh, plus two and a half against Baker's the Buccaneers. Baker's looking hot. He's even making my boy Colin Coward into a believer. Colin has been riding the Baker train very hard this last week. He's I mean, even good. comparing him to Tom Brady. I, hey, dude, what you guys know I'm a Baker. Well, you don't, <laughs> Rossi, but you, you know I'm a Baker Mayfield fan. It's the only jersey from another team outside the Eagles that I own, fake from China, of course, uh, is Baker Mayfield, though. So, Rossi, what are your thoughts on Baker? I mean, if we know anything about Baker Mayfield, it's that he doesn't perform well when people expect him to. And Boom. I like I that. I think Baker, you know, when people are expecting of him and hyping him up, that's when he does his worst. So I think the Bucks could for sure lose all this Baker talk. He's so good. I mean, his whole career, everybody's been hyping him up, and that's why he fell. That's why he fell so hard. And it's when people started counting him out that he started doing well. So I think, I think they're going to lose this week. I haven't seen any. Page. I haven't seen any Hulu commercials with him recently either. So maybe he's he's it's doing a shame. that or <laughs> he's because he's really good on commercials. He's yeah. he's very you know he's got a good he's a good actor. All right, Drew, and let's give Ali the Washington pick over uh, San Francisco. It's big. It's bold. It most likely won't happen, but let's just let's just give him that. You cool with that? I was thinking that until Rossi for a moment was going to take the, the commanders and that threw everything off. But now that, that you're going with the uh, what you're going with the Steelers, right? We got Steelers over Seahawks. So, yeah, we got to give Ali the commanders 12 and a half point uh, underdog at home against the 49ers. Boy, would that be an upset. But if there's one person who's going to pick a team to be a 12 and a half point underdog and beat the 49ers, it's going to be Ali. So uh, Rossi. So we have a small tradition here. Um, Our guests just close out the show. It's episode 79. You can just say goodnight and we can hang up, but feel free to close out episode 79 of the (laughs) Winging It podcast. All right, y'all. Thanks for catching us. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for watching episode 79. Rossi out. Go Go birds. Go birds.